Hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. Welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. This is where we bring somebody on. We figure out what they're doing right so they can do more of that. And then we might find a couple things that they might want to tweak just a little bit. Our website is podcastreviewshow.com. And joining me, as always, bringing 4,000 years, I think, of radio experience. Uh, you might know him as the podcast talent coach, uh, Mr. Eric K. Johnson. How are you, buddy? I'm well. It's only been 3,500 years, but uh, <laughs> you were close. But it's good. Having another great week. Looking forward to reviewing another show here tonight. And uh, we've got Michael from Caregiving for Dementia. And uh, Michael, what what inspired you to start the podcast? I started just was trying to track mom and process that she was going through. And I just wanted to keep a record of what was going on with her. Sure. And I, How long has your mom had dementia? When was she diagnosed? About four years ago, I believe. Okay. So it's been, uh, and how long have you been doing the show? Just a little over a year. Okay. Have any of your other family members wanted to get on and do the show with you? Uh, I've had Michael, my my son, and the wife on is all. Okay. And does mom live with you? Yes. Great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, mom's lived with us. I've been on my own one year out of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Either I was living with mom or mom's been living with us. So <laughs> six of one half dozen of the other, whichever. Yes, sir. It, I like the show. We'll get into this in a second. It, it has a definite kind of almost like a diary kind of effect to it. What's um, what's the main like goal of the podcast just to document your own travels or is it for other people or what's, What's at the end of the day, like what's what's the goal of the podcast? When, when I first started, it was just to track mom. And then we had the D.C. Podfest, and everything changed from there. <laughs> so it, instead of it being more about just tracking mom, I thought it was I, I went more toward trying to help people at the start through what goes on, you know, stage by stage. Got it. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to the first minute and forty six, right up to uh, Michael did a good job of jumping right into a story, but this is kind of the intro of the podcast. Hello there, this is Michael on Baby Mountain Radio with Caregiving for Dementia. This week on the podcast, I want to talk to you just a little bit about your personal appearance. 
and we'll also talk a little bit about whether or not the medication that they give you for dementia takes away your ability to talk and a little bit more in the podcast this week so I hope you enjoy Listening to the Caregivers for Dementia show on Baby Mountain Radio, where podcasting's hard work made fun. I want to talk this week just a little bit about. I want to start out anyway with a little difficult subject about personal appearance. And we're going to stop it uh, there at that point. So I thought the opening was was intriguing, but I thought it was a little too vague when it comes to what's in it for me. Listening to the podcast and all of the uh, the great stories and the fantastic details you tell in the podcast. The opening, Michael, where you talk about, um, we're going to talk about personal appearance and a little bit about whether or not medication they give you for dementia takes away your ability to talk. And but as I got to the end of the episode, I go, okay, let's go back to the beginning. Did the introduction really set up and state what I was going to get through the entire episode? And by the end of the episode, I thought the show was more about being able to communicate with the person that has dementia and your discussion that you have with mama about your appearance kind of uh, was like a microcosm of that issue that we were discussing today. When you when you started off and said this week, we're going to talk about appearance. I thought you were talking about personal appearance of the person that has dementia. And I thought that's what we were going to get into. It was. That kind of threw me for a loop until we really got into it and started talking. By the end of it, uh, you had great stories in there, and you really, you really painted the picture of Mama and what she was struggling with, and your your struggles to communicate with her, especially when she's on the medication. So I thought the introduction could have been just structured a little uh, differently to present to me as a listener what's in it for me. What what am I going to get coming into this story? I, I the thing I liked about the introduction was that you set it up quickly. You told me you told me today we're talking about this and that. You went into the music, which was really kind of cool, kind of fits in with the Baby Mountain Radio kind of uh, vibe of the show. And kind of the, we're just sitting on rocking chairs on the front porch, spinning some yarn and telling some stories, which I, I thought the feel that was created by the introduction was really strong. I just was looking for a little more what's in it for me as we get launching into it. Yeah, the, okay. the question I had was, and I kind of get it, but where did the phrase Baby Mountain Radio come from? When I first was talking about getting into podcasting, I come up with the name of a company more so than a show. And we were all sitting around the dining room table and mom come up with that. 
<laughs> that was from Mama. That was pretty awesome. That come from Mama, and that's the reason why I, I don't want to drop it. <laughs> yeah. Got that it. was before she got as bad as she is. And then I know you had your kind of your tagline where podcasting's hard work made fun. I, I'm I'm not sure. Eric, did you have kind of the same reaction to that as to what exactly that means? Yeah, I was kind of confused on how that tied in with the show. You know, that sounds more like a slogan for a network or something like that. I wasn't I was kind of confused on how that tied into the the dementia show. I, I didn't think to tie it into the show. That was just <laughs> you know, so here's the thing. When I'm thinking of Baby Mountain Radio, I'm thinking like, OK, here's a radio network and this show just happens to be one of the shows on the network. But then as I start digging into your website, I realize that it's the only show like you're it right now. And maybe down the road, maybe it expands and maybe you start doing shows about other things. So maybe maybe it's not maybe you kind of morph from being Baby Mountain Railroad into being Baby Mountain Railroad, Baby Mountain Radio Productions. You know, so maybe it's maybe the Baby Mountain Radio Productions is the kind of the the company under which this podcast sits. So it's less of a network and more of a production house kind of thing. Maybe that might clear it up a little bit. And then the tagline where podcasting's hard work made fun. That's kind of what the show's all about. But this show's pretty serious. I don't know that it's that it's, you know, might be fun to to sit down and journal it for yourself. But as you get into the stories, it's pretty powerful stuff. So I, I just felt there was a little dissension between the two. They didn't really kind of fit together as well as I thought they might. And this is sometimes you have to remember, we're listening through the ears of podcasters. I don't know if a regular person would, would notice this, but when you first started, you're like, today we're going to talk about personal appearance. And there was kind of a long pause. And then we're going to talk about does the medication uh, such and such. And then I think you even said, and some more stuff. And it, it to me, it kind of, I, I was like, it almost came across like you weren't sure what you were going to talk about. Um, and so I just thought, and I've done that. I, I One of the things I do is I record my intro after I've recorded the whole podcast, because then I know what I talked about. Because a lot of times I say, I'm going to talk today. We're going to talk about A, B and C. And in the middle of B, I'll start talking about D and E. I, I add stuff on the fly because my head just can't stay that focused. And so at the end, I'll go back and re-record my intro to say everything I just talked about. I don't know, just to start off things on kind of a more confident feel. But it's it, again, I, I'm nitpicking at this point. But the one thing when, I really go ahead. When, I, when I first listened to that, it bugged me, too, when I when I first hit play on the podcast. But by the end of the podcast, I liked it. I, yeah. I, I liked it a lot because that's kind of the vibe of the show. It's kind of by the end of the show, you realize I realize listening to you, Michael, that you don't have a script in front of you. Like right. I'm not sitting here reading the whole thing. It is like, I'm just, I'm here to, to journal my story and to tell you about this week with mama. That's what it's all about. And so going back and listening to the beginning of that show again, where you have those pauses in there and you're thinking off the top of your head, I liked it by the end of the show. Yeah, I felt like yeah, it fits with the whole Sitting on the front porch, just, you know, this week, I think we're going to talk about medication, you know, and kind of what, how it, because you have a story, right? And you're trying to put a headline on that story 
at first I was uncomfortable with it because I was listening through the ears of a seasoned podcaster. But by the end of it, I realized well, that's not what the show's about. The show's not about being all polished and, and shiny and it, the, this, it's about telling a story. Exactly. A, a, a powerful story at that. Yeah. Speaking of stories, I do love the fact that the minute you got out of the intro, you went right into a story about uh, getting your hair cut. So here's a, a bit of that. You see, when when you're a kid, well, when I was a kid, my stepfather used to cut my hair. Now, when you're little, it don't really much matter. You, you don't really pay that much attention to how your hair looks. I mean, you're a kid. What do you know? You know what I mean? So as but as you get older, then you start caring because you start noticing. You start noticing the opposite sex. <laughs> you start noticing the girls in my case. And when that started to happen, I was like, look, thanks, but I'll go to the barbershop. Because I, I started caring about how my hair looked. There you go. And I, I just thought that was a nice way to start off the story. You kind of, because I don't know, for me, I remember, you, I, I think we all look at our pictures of like third and fourth grade. I mean, I have a picture of me in like fourth grade. I'm on, because at the time I'm like a seven-year-old hippie, you know, my hair's super long and going crazy, you know, and then you could tell like sixth grade, it's like, hey, wait a minute, I better do something with this mop. So mom, mom used to cut my hair. I know I'm right there with you. <laughs> Sit in the kitchen. Give me the scissors. Here we go. We're going to town. That was my favorite part of the podcast right there is when you go, you know what I mean? And you stopped like there was silence, like you were waiting for me to go. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. And then you started talking again. Th that right there is where I felt like you and I were sitting in the same room having a discussion. You know, we're on we're on rocking chairs on the front porch telling stories. That's where it came across right there. So many podcasters struggle with talking to the talking to the audience and all of you guys out there and you people and you know my big crowd and all of my fans. And to me, I felt like right here is where we really start getting into just you and me having a discussion. This is where I really started realizing the beginning of the show when there was the gaps there really didn't matter because it was just you and me and you were just thinking of what to say. It wasn't scripted. And I love this story here because it, I connected with it and it really kind of sucked me into the rest of the to the rest of the episode. Yeah, I'm I'm with you the, about about halfway through the story. I was like, oh, wait, I think I get this now. I see where we're headed. And then. The more you reveal, the more, to me, it got intimate real quick because all of a sudden I was sucked into what you're dealing with. And I was like, oh, holy cow. So here's a, a, a clip here. You're talking about how your mom had noticed the fact, because what happens is, is to get everybody in on the story, uh, Michael grows a beard in the winter because he works outside. And then there comes a time when eventually uh, people go, all right, Grizzly, time to lose the beard. And uh, that's kind of what this story talks about. But. When I come home, I believe Mama also noticed because I got a lot of jibber jabber. I mean, it was a mild minute, and she she kind of ran her hair hands her fingers through my hair and down down my face. You know, I, I, so I kind of think I think that she, she knew that I had cleaned up. She, I, she knew me, 
I mean, she knew me even though I I had got my hair cut and I shaved my beard. She still knew me. But I think she was really glad to see me cleaned up again. And so I love the fact that you you painted the picture there. I have, I have a picture. I'm with Eric on this. I think everybody's in a rocking chair. And I just picture you walking in and your mom just reaching up and kind of going and feeling your face. So I could, the theater, the mind just went into like 3D when you were telling this story. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, I love the the haircut story it was a fantastic way to start. It really painted the picture. The fact that that she's jibber jabbering. Now we're starting to make connections of personal appearance to the ability to communicate with mom. And is the medication, is that what's making her all gibberish rather than having complete sentences? And even though it's taken away her ability to talk, it's obviously not taken her away her ability to recognize who you are. So, you know, there's a part in this, in the, in the story where you say, we still have mama. We haven't lost her yet, which I thought, man, I about broke down listening to that part. It was this. I love the stream of consciousness of this episode. I think that's what makes it so personal and po- so powerful. Because I've never been through this. You know, I've had, I've had el- elderly folks. You know, my grandmother was probably suffering from dementia. You know, when she was in a nursing home, just probably wasn't diagnosed as that. You know, she was just old. She was ninety-one, so it was never diagnosed that way. But you know, just visions of that come back to me when I listen to you tell the story. I can feel the emotion. I can feel the frustration that you have as you're telling these stories and and living it in the moment. And creating that emotion in your audience is a very, very powerful tool. And you do it quite well because you wear your heart on your sleeve in this episode. Yeah. And uh, you just tell people the way it is well and he he, he's leaving little clues because as a new listener you're like well well, what kind of shape is mama in i don't know i'm just listening and so when you say well she recognized me you're like oh okay so that's what we're talking about and then this is another clip we're talking about medication and affecting your your mom's speech i'm wondering just a little bit if if the medication that they're giving her for the dementia is taking the ability for her to talk away from her. Is that possible? Could that be happening? I don't know. But if you don't give her the medicine, you know, if you go three or four days without it, then she becomes a handful. I mean, literally, she she's a handful if you don't give her her medicine. But, Giving her her medicine takes her speech away. So what do you do? And and when I heard that, that is, Eric was talking about this earlier, about the frustration and the struggle. And to me, this was just like, you can't get a whole lot more, I don't know, real that you just, you hear the struggle. And I was like, oh man. And then it's, then you think about it. Well, what would, what would you do? What would I do? And it's like, I don't know. So. It was uh, and, and then I'll go ahead and play another one here real quick. Let me let me jump in on this okay. one here, Dave. This is the clip, Michael, that I started putting two and two together. We talked about the introduction, and and on this show, you want to talk about your personal appearance, and you want to talk about the medication. And right here is where I made the connection that 
the she still recognized you even though you had changed your personal appearance and this is where it started you're starting to realize that maybe the medication is just taking her ability to talk away but it isn't taking her away and i thought okay maybe that's the powerful introduction that we needed maybe the introduction of the show is how you real how your how changing your personal appearance made you realize that the medication that you're given mama is taking away her ability to communicate with you. Okay. And I thought that was the connection that, that maybe we should have tried to make at the opening of the show at the introduction to tell us the, what the story is that we're going to get. So as you sit down and you get ready to, to create your podcast, and you know the story that you want to tell this week. Maybe you don't have it all scripted out, but maybe you know this week I want to tell the story about mama and me getting my hair cut. Ask, ask yourself before you start, what is the one thing I want my audience to, to understand about this story? What is it I want them to take away from this story? And if that is the fact that it's this medication causing your mom to have the inability to speak, if that's it, then let's put that headline up front. You know what I discovered this week? That the medication that we're giving mama to help her with her dementia might actually be taking away her ability to speak. And I learned it all because I came home with a haircut. You know, that's kind of the, here's what I want you to take away from this episode sort of moment. So when you get ready to tell that story to your listener, ask yourself, what is it I want them to laugh at, marvel at, or better understand? You know, Dave says, I want to make you laugh, moan, groan, or cry, right? You want to figure out what is, what's the point of telling this story? What is it you want your audience to understand and feel? And then if we start there with the headline and then roll into the story, uh, now we have something. Now they're sitting on the edge of their seat wondering what's going to happen next. And the thing I love about the story, the stories are so powerful. They, I can hear the struggle. You know, you paint the picture in my mind. I'm right there with you as we're walking along the story. You're only like, a quarter of a step away from really bringing this whole thing together and making it a really, really incredible podcast because the stories that you have, the content that you're putting in there, you know, I feel like by the end of this whole episode, I know mama like you and, and I've only listened for 30 minutes, but I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, how do I sign up to help? Because what I find incredibly interesting about your podcast, other than the fact that it's different than anything I've ever listened to is that, you sit there and tell me how you're struggling getting through this whole thing and you're trying to figure it out and you don't have all the answers. So many podcasters want to get out and teach you what to do and and you know they're the gurus and the experts and everything. You're just living it. You're like, I'm, I'm fighting the fight and I don't have all the answers. I'm just trying to figure it out. And that is what makes this whole thing so incredibly powerful. Your, your courage to get out there and and bury your heart and soul. And uh, I'm proud of you for it. I mean, it's, that's a tough thing to do. The, the, another clip kind of just, I'm going to piggyback on what you said. This is uh, the one that where you talk about the knockout pill. And to me, this showed again, the struggle. Cause on one hand, you love your mom. That's so obvious through the whole thing. You, you really love your mom. But on the other hand, you just said, and there are times when, She's a struggle. And so this this was another clip that I was like, oh, man. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I hate, they, they've got one pill that really, we, we only give it to her when she really becomes a handful. When I just can't take any more, we give her this one pill. And this one pill really calms her down. But it makes her so much of a sleepy, dozy person that I really don't like to give it to her. So that's one reason why I don't give it to her until she's just, you know, till I just can't take anymore. Now, thankfully, that's not too much. I mean, you know, I, I, I can take a good bit before I have to give her this pill. But this pill really makes her sleep. So I really don't like it. And to me, some of the most powerful things in that clip are the pauses. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Because if, if if you you give that to an editor, they're gonna like. Well, he paused for like three seconds, and they're gonna be like, and all of a sudden you're going, you know what? I don't know. It's like, and the fact that you're you're struggling trying to figure out how to get what's in your head out of your mouth again just adds that authenticity to it uh, that really kind of uh, blew me away. To me, it feels like when single parents are trying to raise their kid, but and you have to be there all the time, and there's sometimes you just need a break. You just need a a chance for somebody else to pinch hit for a minute while you go catch your breath. And, you know, I, I can feel the struggle, which is it. it, I loved it. Yeah. And I know later in the show, you were talking about how you're not sure if the medication, your, your mom wakes up screaming. And that was another one. Again, I'm, I'm now getting this picture of your mom and, and what she's going through and what you're going through. And again, it's just, it, it's super legitimate frustration. It just, it just comes out of your, your voice. Cause you're, again, you're just talking to somebody across the table from you going, this is what I went through this week. And this is what I'm thinking. And this is what I'm feeling. And that again, uh, that's when I kind of went, wow, this is, this is not your typical podcast. This is an audio to me. It was an audio diary. It was, I'm just going to put this out here. And uh, you know, and if you're going through the same thing, this is what I'm going through. And I can see people going, yeah, I, okay. Now I, I'm, I've heard, I've been there, been in that guy's shoes. And now that person who probably felt like they were the only person going through this stuff doesn't feel alone anymore. Have you gotten any feedback from, from people listening to the show? I know you're, you're kind of new, but has anybody written in yet? Since, since I've had you go, since I talked to you about doing this, I've had one person from the UK email me about it. Nice. And uh, she's like, yeah, it's definitely not falling on dead ears. So great. And then uh, we, we mentioned that it, about this point in the, the episode, you're, you're getting into like, I don't know if I don't know why she's screaming. Maybe it's the this. Maybe it's that. Uh, I'm not sure why this is happening. And so I love the fact that you then realize that you don't have all the answers. And I, I really this is the thing I liked about that clip. I realize that there's a lot of I don't knows in this episode of the podcast. 
A lot of it's got to do with the fact that, yeah, I just don't understand everything that's happening. I don't know why Mama sleeps all the time, most of the time. I don't know why she wakes up during the day at times screaming. I don't understand why if you don't give her the medication, you can carry on a conversation with her somewhat. But then if you don't give her her medication, she's a handful. So you're caught between a rock and a hard place as far as the medication goes. And as far as cleaning up, it's one less, if you shave, especially if you shave, it's one less place that mama's got to grab a hold of hair when she's upset. And believe me, getting your your beard pulled is not the best feeling one can have. And to me, I thought that was a great, in, in comedy, they call that a callback. Because you talked about shaving at the beginning of the show, and now you're kind of putting a nice little bookend on it. And um, I just love the fact, it's like what Eric was saying earlier. So many people are like, you know, welcome to the show. I'm going to tell you how to make a million dollars in seven minutes flat, or I'm going to, you know, they're coming across as the expert. And this is you just waving the white flag going, I don't have the answers. If you have any answers, I would love to hear them. And to me, the transparency of that was refreshing. (laughs) So... I, I just thought it was, and, the, and like I said, and then the beard pulling at the end of that, I was like, that was a cool way to kind of wrap up that um, that little clip. Yeah, it made reference to the beginning and the personal appearance that we talked about. Uh, I love the way it came full circle and you were kind of like, well, there it is. I don't have any answers. I just, we're just talking about it, you know, living through it together. And then uh, you wrapped up the show like this. Okay, I'm I'm going to. I think that's about enough for now for this this episode. But if you get a chance, go ahead and hit babymountainradio.com. Leave me a comment. Let me know if the podcast is helping. Let me know what you're doing with the situations that I've described in this episode. Let me know. Maybe if I ought to just... Just quit podcasting i don't know i'm not gonna do that i'm enjoying this too much but let me know what you think of the podcast so until next week this is michael on babymountainradio.com with caregiving for dementia until next week enjoy your week we'll see you next week on caregiving for dementia on babymountainradio.com and then he he does my favorite pet peeve music for the sake of nothing dude i'm flashing back when i was uh in like sixth grade you know you always have the the late night movie hosts that was like their theme song they'd always play that (laughs) Um, and, uh, for the record, probably not legal to play that, but, uh, (laughs) actually it's, it's definitely not legal to play. I'm I'm sure that's under copyright in some way or another. I had somebody ask me about that today and I'm like, jaywalking is illegal. People do it every day. I go, can you get arrested for jaywalking? Not too often. I haven't heard of it in a long time. I said, so that doesn't mean that playing music on your podcast is legal. 
just means I haven't heard anybody get arrested for it yet. So let's swim at your own risk is uh, I guess how we'll do that. <laughs> but you did have a, a call to action there to go to the website. So that's the next thing uh, we're going to play with here. Yeah, I thought it was a good call to action there at the end. Uh, but when I went over to the website, I wasn't really sure where to leave a comment. If it was just on the contact us page where I could where I could uh, enter some stuff or I, I wasn't sure where I was supposed to go to leave the comment. I love the fact that you just had one call to action. You know, I hear so many podcasts about follow us on Stitcher and or on uh, Facebook and like us and and do this and send us. And if you want to be on the show and don't forget to download the thing and you know, step on two feet and whatever. You just had one call to action, which was great. I love that. So kudos there. I just, the the website, I wasn't sure where to go to leave a comment. And with regard to the close, the outro of the show, I love that, you know, you're still struggling with even continuing to do this. Like, you know, you, you just don't know where to go. But then I love the brevity that, or the uh, levity when you come back and you just say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm having too much fun. Which yeah. kind of left it on a positive, fun note and a little chuckle, which I thought was a nice little touch there at the end. Yeah. I am having a tremendous blast doing this. I mean, it, whether or not I, I understand people are listening to it, but whether or not they do, I'm 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 just having a blast doing it. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, down the road, years down the road, when when Mama's gone, and maybe even after you're gone, and your kids can go back and and listen to this or play it for their kids, you know, and talk to them about you and your mom and and the struggles that you went to and through and who she was. And, you know, maybe maybe as you're going through these episodes, you bring in some stories of, you know, like getting your hair cut when your dad used to cut your hair cut back when you were a kid. Tell some stories like that about mama. So, you know, people get to know who she was before this before this disease kind of started affecting her personality she was a fighter i'll tell you she was a fighter <laughs> yeah tell me some you know my mom was five foot tall she used to wait tables you know and guys would grab her butt and she'd just let them have it like and they were like whoa where'd that come from and i'm like oh you just don't screw with mama she may be five foot but she's she packs she's, a punch she's a firecracker yeah so when i came over to your website the first thing that caught my eye is there's one and only one way to subscribe to your podcast and that's in iTunes. And while that's a good place to start, you might want to have at least one option for Android people, whether that's Stitcher or Spotify or something, um, because not everybody has an iPhone. So, um, and depending on the person, I've had some people say they get offended if they have an Android phone and they're like, Hey, subscribe on iTunes. And they're like, Hey, thanks. You completely forgot about me. You know, you might want to make a page here that you have the home and about us and contact and episodes. And you could have one that says subscribe. And then, you know, here's the link to iTunes. Here's a link to Stitcher. Here's a link to Spotify or, you know, wherever else you're, you're listed there. And getting the show on Stitcher is pretty easy. They're, yeah. they're super helpful. And, uh, We'll help you get that up there. Yeah, Dave, what you're looking at there is is what they call a slider in the theme mm -hmm. that I'm using. If you'll scroll down, I've got a list of things all the way down to the bottom. Oh, I see. Way down here. Okay. And this is one thing I was going to mention. I found it for me, sometimes there was somewhere on here where there was blue text 
Oh, I see right here. Subscribe on Stitcher. See, I'd put that at the top too then. So people don't have to scroll down to, to find this I one. Figure out how to get it in the slider. Ah, uh, but this one, especially with the blue text on a somewhat blue background, you're, you're getting close to the polar bear eating vanilla ice cream in a snowstorm. It just, everybody blends together and you can't see it. So what would you do there? Well, this one, they kind of don't need, you know, go to baby mountain radio for the latest episode They're all, to see that they're on baby mountain So that one, you know, I would just put, and, and just because especially a lot of people are going to be seeing this on the phone. I think I would make buttons instead of maybe, or both, you know, have a link and then a button. Some of these as well, you know, I'm not sure I'm worried about podcast pup. You know, the, the biggies are Apple, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, and I'm missing something, uh, Stitcher. And then everything above that is, you know, uh, what I like, there's a, a service called subscribe on Android.com that you can go to put in your uh, RSS feed and it'll give you a little button. And then if somebody does come over from Android, they can click on that. If they, I think they have like seven or eight different software packages now. And if they have that, one of those seven, it'll just load that, that uh, podcast app and subscribe their show. If they don't have any kind of software, because there's nothing native yet on the Android side, um, well, then they can download one of those. And some of those, most of those are free. So that's a handy little tool to get the uh, the Android people involved. But the the blue text on a, a blue background for me just wasn't wasn't working too good. Um, and then things like the the Facebook, you know, you might want to put that under the contact page. Uh, okay. I don't. Know, what, what are your thoughts, Eric, of of not having a solid background? Like here, I've got black text on the mountain. Yeah, I think the background. I, though I like the picture of the mountain, and and I get the theme. I think having that as the static background makes a lot of the website difficult to read. Um, so I'm not sure if, if you can just use that as the header and use the rest of it as a, as a solid background. Yeah. Maybe. Just, and, and then down where you had the links, you know, I think they're turning to blue because they're hyperlinks. Yeah, and then, so it's not much you can control there unless there's a setting in there where you can control the hyperlink color, but then then they don't appear at, to look like hyperlinks because everybody's used to a hyperlink being blue. So I don't know if there's a way to just change the background image. You know, maybe maybe you make the mountain one of the slider images, and then the rest of the background is a solid color, just to make it easier to read. Okay. Because see up at the top there where the um, where your contact us about us and episodes is all black and then the background is the is the mountain. It, it's almost like it should be flipped around like the top should be the mountain and the back should be. Now see, I don't know why it does that. So when it when it changes well, you know, at like, the front page, this is a slider. He was saying, yeah, but up top, up, up see up top. Yeah. Now I can see part of the photo. Right. But when it goes into one of these other ones, it, it goes like that. It's solid. So did you scroll down a little bit? Is yeah. that why it went solid? Yeah. I'll scroll back up. See if it goes see if it goes back into the picture. So that's I don't know, it's just part of the theme. It, it, it am I using the wrong theme for it, maybe? Should I change the theme? 
Well, that's up to you. I mean, a, a website is always subjective to what looks good. It's really up to you. It's just a matter of, is it easy to read? Can people navigate and find what they're looking for? And then from there, it's a matter of, uh, is it pretty or not? And that is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I, I know a lot of the text, like this is yellow text. And then you know, up here, we have orange text and white text and red text. Again, I'm not a web designer, but I know when you start throwing in too many different fonts and colors, it gets a little, uh, some people might say it's a little sloppy. Um, but yeah, I might recommend you pick a color and then a complementary color and kind of stick with the two of them. Black could be a third one always, you yeah. know, just for text color. Yeah. So three colors at most. Yeah. If you want to use black and then use your two other primary colors, if you want that to be, you know, red and yellow or red and green or whatever, whatever you, whatever colors you choose. It just gives the website some consistency. Yeah. And the one thing that I just realized I didn't do, and I normally do is I usually look at these on a phone because a large percentage of your audience is going to be, if they do come to your website, we'll be doing it on a phone. And so I did not check to see what this looks like on a phone, but I know sometimes sliders and things like that, the more fancier it gets, sometimes the more those trip you up on, on different devices. But um, if I go to the about us page here, I guess what I'm looking for is what is the show about? Cause here you're talking about baby mountain radio is a place where a podcast is a lot of work to put together, but we love to work so much that we find it a lot of fun to do. And you talk about yourself, but I don't know if there's anything here about caregivers for dementia. When I, when I wrote that, I didn't have the caregivers for dementia. Uh, yeah. Cause, um, Cause I would have caregivers a, for dementia come after DC Podfest. Got it. Cause I would put something there. Cause usually if somebody goes to about us and like Eric was saying right now, you know, baby mountain radio is one podcast. So I could see if you had multiple shows, then you could have maybe about us and then a link that's like our shows but right now. You just got one. So you might as well kind of combine those to uh, make it easier. Less clicks, the contact Com combine what, sir? Well, since there's not, about us would be about baby mountain radio network. Well, since there isn't really a network yet, why not make about us be uh, the first paragraph? Welcome to baby mountain radio home of caregivers for dementia. The show that blah, 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 that travels my you know thing. And then later down the page, baby mountain radio is such, you know, so have the first, the top paragraph be about the show. And then maybe if you want to a paragraph about you, and then a paragraph about Baby Mountain Radio. And then okay. if you add more shows later, then you can swip that around. But right now, since there's just the the one show, I would just do that. Eric, do you does that sound like a good plan to you? Yeah, I completely agree. If we go to about us, since since the dementia show is the only show we have, let's make the first paragraph about the show. You know, why why are people coming here and what do they need to know? Tell them that about that. And then you can follow with, with the rest of the content you have on the belt page. You, you have a nice story there and how you came into podcasting and how you, how you got into it. But I think it's when people come to about us, they want to know, okay, why am I here? What am I going to get from being here? So on that first paragraph, you say, thanks for being here. Here's what we give you. We talk about living, living a life with somebody with dementia. And, and, you know, we just talk about the daily struggles and the ins and outs and get through it together. Okay. And then, and then you can go on to you and, and your struggle with it and talk a little bit about your mom and things like that. Yeah. Kind of goes back to that. What's in it for them. 
yes. uh, mentality. The contact us page, when I go to it, I guess I, this slider is always going to be here. So wherever, yes, wherever I go, I have to scroll down to see whatever the heck it is. But you've got a form here, which is good. Have you tested this to make sure that anybody that signed, sends something through it, it goes to your your email? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Because that's the... Because uh, that's the worst thing is when you ask people for feedback and then they give you some and it goes into the the nothingness. <laughs> goes into the ether. Yeah. And I see here again, you've got all these links again. And just for me, I just, I don't know. The, the one concern I have with all of the links is that I can't easily figure out what the link is yeah. unless I read the link and try and decipher that play.google.com slash whatever it says. And what does that mean? Where, where is that taking me? Yeah. So if we compare uh, that, here is here's my subscribe page on a, another website. So you can see here's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeart, and then I've got my subscribe on Android. So just it's easier to tell what's what. I don't have to sit there and look in this really long URL and go, wait, is that the is that the iTunes one or is that the you know that whole nine yards? So. Um, so we need to go with buttons instead of the links. Well, again, it's up to you, but I, I think this is a little, again, also on a phone. Think about that. If I'm trying to click on one of these links on a phone, that might be a bit of a challenge where if I have a button, it makes it a little easier target. Yeah. And most of the, most of the companies like Stitcher and Spotify have these buttons that you can just go swipe and add your, add your link to them turn them into hot links straight to Stitcher or straight to iHeartRadio or whatever it happens to be. You can go find those those buttons to add right to your page. Right. Okay. Uh, and then the episodes uh, tab is, I think, just links to all the different episodes. The one thing, is this all one page? Yes, sir. You might get more SEO, and, and that just means more Google juice for lack of a better phrase. If you put each episode, instead of having one page with all your episodes, make each episode its own post. So you go into WordPress, instead of saying edit the page, you go add new post because that way you have up here, the title of the, the episode. But if that was in a title of a heading, it would probably have more Google juice uh, than than it just being in the middle of a page. Um, it's also easier to find, uh, like you can search for, for things uh, on your website when they're a post a little easier. Um, I'm not forcing. Like, let's say if in this next episode, you make a reference to episode 24 yeah. and I go, Oh, I want to go listen to episode 24. I have to come here and I start at episode 48 and now I have to scroll page, page, scroll, 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 scroll through all the show notes Right. Looking for a needle in a haystack trying to find episode 24, where if episode 24 was its own page in the in the show notes for 49, you could just have a link to episode 24 and it just clicks right over there and it goes to that page. So, so instead of editing, page. instead of editing the episode page, you just you just put a, a post in there. Yeah, what, yeah, you just add new post. What you do is this is just a fake website I have, but. When it comes time to make a new episode, uh, here you're going in and you're editing a page. Yes, sir. I just say under posts, I want to add a new post. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a web designer either. <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually getting ready to make a course on this particular theme because I like it because it's simple. Uh, you can make a pretty decent looking website. It's a 
theme called Generate Press. And I like it because you can add and remove features. So if you're not going to be worried about, you know, all the super duper fancy stuff, you go, you know what? I don't need that. Just turn that off. And it makes your navigation behind the scenes a little simpler. So, so, you know, again, nothing, you know, I've seen worse websites. It's not like it's horrible. I just had a little trouble reading some things and I thought, ah, if we could tweak this up a little bit and then making the post instead of a page would make things easier. And when you, like Eric said, when you start linking to past episodes, that actually uh, can boost your Google juice because it's weird. When Google goes to a post, it actually follows all the links in that post. And when it says, oh, well, this is, this must be important because he linked to it. Uh, there's all sorts of I actually just bought a course on SEO because I haven't really looked at SEO in about four years. And I'm sure everything that I knew about it is completely outdated. So, but uh, Eric, anything else about the website before we uh, start to wrap things up? Nope. That's what I had a little more consistency and uh, hard to read the font on the background and then uh, the contact page. You know, yeah. is that the only place to leave comments? So those are the, my three big points on the website. Where do you put the comments? Are you talking about the comments per episode? Yeah. When you said uh, go to the website and leave us a comment, I wasn't really sure where to where where you were directing me to. Okay. So each episode needs its comment. Or if you want it to be, leave us a comment on the contact page, then just make that clear. Yeah. You know, if you want to say, hey, just shoot us a note, head over to the contact us page. Yeah. Uh, at the website and shoot us a note. You, okay. you can do, you can use it like that. Just make sure that your audience understands that's where you want them to go. Okay. Okay. I, I, I forgot to mention one other thing. Um, I looked at your audio file and you're exporting your file at a pretty high bit rate, uh, 198 kilobits per second, where 128 stereo is considered FM CD quality. So you're kind of overkill. But the one thing that's really going to cause you a problem is there are two ways when you export, one is called constant bit rate and the other one is called variable. And the, the idea of a hind variable is great. It's, it's, Hey, if there's nothing stereo going on, or if it doesn't need a lot of, uh, let's say we're paint something. If it doesn't need a lot of paint, then don't use a lot of paint. But those areas that do need a lot of paint will then bust out two brushes. So it, it varies on how much paint you use. Well, this, Sounds great, but it does horrible things to players. It does horrible things to iTunes because iTunes looks at your file behind the scenes. They kind of scan it and they say, oh, this is uh, 35 minutes long. It's X amount of the Well, it can't really tell because it's not it's like a moving target. You, your your file doesn't isn't consistent behind the scenes. So if you ever have somebody say, hey, when I try to fast forward your files, it, it gets weird or when I try to back up or when, you know, so I would, uh, it's nothing you have to like, really like, Oh my gosh, I need to replace all my files. I would just go forward. How do you make your files? Is it audacity or garage band or it's audacity? Yeah. Just when you, um, when you export, there's an option there, I believe for variable bit rate and you just want to avoid that. Um, I'm trying to get yeah, my use constant bit rate, use like 128, kilobits per second when you go to record when you create your new file yeah that's, yeah that should be probably the highest but that was the only thing i saw that i was like oh that's going to cause a headache down the road because i see that every day somebody is like this won't play on itunes and i'm like go over downloaded variable bit rate i'm like yep there's your problem it's just one of those things and then the other thing 
is uh, depending on how many episodes you do a month, if you lower your bit rate down to 128 stereo, um, that may not take up as much space. So you might be able to drop down to uh, a different um, plan on Lipson or whoever you're using, things like that. So again, not a huge thing. I just, it's like, mm, you might want to moving forward. You might want to change that to constant because it might cause a, an issue, but okay, um, change it to constant. Yeah. And if you have any questions when you do that, just shoot me an email and I'll shoot you a screenshot. It's really not that it's just another, you, you check one box instead of the other one uh, when you're doing it. So uh, not okay. a, not a huge deal, but all in all, I was um, I'm with Eric. This is not, this is not your typical podcast. It, it really sucked me in. I really felt like I was right there on the mountain. Uh, I don't know if you live in a cabin, but in my head you do. And, and everybody's around, there's a, there's a, there's a fireplace in the corner and the TV's over here and there, there are quilts everywhere. It was, I was just in the mountain scene. And so I liked the stories. Like I said, the intro wasn't horrible. I just was like, eh, we could, could tune that up a bit. Eric, any other thoughts? Nope. I loved it. I love the stream of consciousness of this whole show. I thought it made it very unique and uh, incredibly compelling. Just a couple points there. We talked about tightening up a bit and uh, otherwise you're well on your way, Michael. I loved it. Yeah. The, the, web, the, the website is a little, you know, again, a couple places here to tweak here and there, but all in all, and especially the, the thing I like about this show is you're not trying to sell something. It's, it's more of a, I'm just putting this out because I want to help other people. Um, you're having fun and, and Lord knows uh, in your situation, any kind of fun is good fun. So it's, it's a, a nice distraction. And that in itself is, is in a way a payment you're getting paid in fun. And so, uh, so many people are like, Oh, well, how are you going to monetize your show? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun. And that is, that is a payment in itself. So, Thanks for uh, for coming on the show. Any anything off? I'll, I'll ask you again before we shut it down. And then the minute I stop, you'll go. Oh wait, one more question. But any any questions for us before we hit stop? I don't. I can't think of anything right now. I like you say. I'm I'm not trying to do this to make. I mean, yeah, everybody would like to make money on sure. their thing, but it's not a priority for me. Sure. Well, if any questions pop into your head, you you can just reach out to us anytime. We'd be more than happy to help you out. Yeah. And I appreciate that, sir. Eric, where can people find you? You can find me anytime you'd like over at podcasttalentcoach.com. All my contact information and helpful resources are right there for you. And you can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. I've got a contact page. And if you'd like to be in Michael's chair, uh, just go over to podcastreviewshow.com. You can uh, sign up for a review. We do have two different versions. I'm kind of glad everybody's been doing the in-person one, but if if you're on the other side of the planet, you think there's going to be a scheduling problem, we do have another option where you can just have us listen to your stuff and we'll talk about you when you're not here, which is, <laughs> which sounds bad now that that comes out of my mouth. But, and of course, you can find Michael over at babymountainradio.com. Michael, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, sir. It's, I've also got uh, caregivingfordementia.com as well. There you go. That was the other thing I was going to mention. Was, that's, that's great. That ties in very well. So thank you very much. Thank you, sir. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.
Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.